Brian Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. And today's date is February 9th, Most don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin in the world and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Hear the sound of the shofar. Heed the warning. Get right now before it's too late. If, please make the choice for you should or not. If you need help after the program, call me or pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. And the phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency and need to speak with Dan, text him on his cell. Let him know you're going to call 316-619-4886. 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, and all of our contact information is on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Folks, remember, we're a national satellite radio program. We're simulcast live on internationally. It's on some independent FM stations, four different MP3 streams. It's on Twitch, Rumble, PhoneBridge, picked up by every podcaster out there. And so, moving right along, let's thank our listener base. In places like Biscayne, Australia, Oxford, the United Kingdom, Kingston, Canada, and in the USA, we have Hot Springs, Arkansas, uh, Hartford, Connecticut, Los Angeles, California, and Arkin, Ohio is the uh, largest group of listeners that listen when it pod- posts to the podcast later tonight at branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Arkin, Arkin, who knows? But Arkin over there, they had a tremendous amount of listeners over there this week, and I really never even noticed them before. And so, yeah, so hello to you folks over there in Akron or Akron or wherever it is, Ohio. Okay. I think it is Akron. I think I have heard it pronounced Akron, Ohio. Akron? Akron, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think. Swear by, but that sounds normal. <laughs> I, I, you know what? What seems to hit me with Akron is is did I think the folks used to do the finales of the soapbox derby there many many years ago. Oh. Um, you know when, when that was a thing, but I don't, it's not a thing anymore. Anyway, moving right along, get a prayer, and we'll have a song. Dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, I pray. Father, I pray ready or not, goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, and your Son, Yeshua, Hamashiach's mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Okay, song. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So, folks, as you can see here, I don't know if you, you can't see her, but you should be able to tell this bringing my wife to tears. But, you know, here you've got these people openly worshiping Satan and, and doing all these Satanistic things and things like, like the Golden Globe Awards. Um, that shows how far depravity is. You know, CBS tweeted just before this came on, said, okay, you know, waiting for the Grammy Awards. We're ready to worship Satan. Oh, my Lord. Oh, and, you know, Lord. they're openly saying that. I, I brought that up to a guy um, at the gym. We were, you know, was in a conversation. When you go to the gym, guys usually get into conversations, whatever. But anyway, we were talking um, and brought this up. And, and he, at first, you know, he just kind of laughed. You know, so, yeah, faint up, whatever. I said, I said, well, do you realize that, you know, that CBS actually said, okay, hey, yeah, we're ready to worship Satan. And he said, they said that? And I was, yeah, they said it. They openly said it. And it was just a shocked look on his face, you know. And it's like, you know, that shows you how much attention people pay. Yeah. And then they blow it off. Most people just blow it off as, oh, it's just, you know, entertainment or whatever, but they don't realize it's a whole brainwashing process that's going on. It's been going on. And they're out in the open. They're being honest about it. That's one thing you can say for them now. They're being honest about who they worship. You know, and, and so this is where we're at. People don't get it because you have a thick veil over your eyes. If you looked at things from a biblical point of view and a biblical worldview, then you would see... Now, look, see, here's um, Ben Affleck um, at the Grammys, and this is him looking at it. You know, and a couple of people said, man, uh, that's that, that's how I felt. See, look how right. shocked he is. Yeah. You know, Ben Affleck, he's, he's watching that performance, and, you know, he's just like, what? Um, but that's, that's yeah, so that that is the way that it is. But, you know, people of the church aren't screaming about it. You know, they're not talking about it. They're not screaming about it. And, you know, it's it's just completely, completely um, <clears throat> bad. Anyway, read this one. Okay, the uh, SNAP emergency food benefits are ending for millions of residents. Over 41 million Americans receive benefits through the SNAP program. Okay, what's uh, no sense to read on with it. I, I, I'll tell you about it. What this means is, you know, you remember, you know, uh, we know a few people that had gotten ridiculous amounts of uh, money from food stamps recently, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that was because of the COVID emergency. Supposedly, the COVID emergency is going to end in, in May, Mar end of March or May or something like that. Well, so then that means the emergency added benefits, like, you know, the, the extra everybody got was going to go away, um, which uh, I don't, you know, I'm not crying for them. The economy hasn't catched up and all the rest of things, but there's going to be a lot of people that are in for a shock. Right. You know, which is going to make our job harder, you know. Um, well, they become normalized to it, and they're used to getting all the money in food stamps and stocking up every first of the month. And so, yeah, it is going to be a shock because there goes all their steaks and roasts and everything else they've been buying. Yeah, and and, and that is that. You know why? I, you know, I'm all for helping people that really are down and need it, and I'm not. Uh, they suppress us and stop people from even working, so I understand them giving them money or whatever for it. But 
there was a lot of overkill that they didn't need to give. I mean, they gave too much. And people don't. Yeah, you hear what my wife said? She said, what did you say? You said steaks and... And roast, and they go to the quick straws, then they buy the sandwiches they can take home because they can't heat them in a microwave for a good reason. They're not supposed to be able to buy that. They're not supposed to buy that type of food. They're supposed to buy types of food that they can go home and cook and portion out so that they have food in their house, not snacks and... yeah. yeah. I know. I watched it for years. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, a person. I'm not begrudging anybody to have a steak. You know, I mean, I'd like to have a steak every day, but I can't afford it. And a boy who don't love a good ribeye. But here's the point: if you're on food stamps and government assistance, number one, it's supposed to be temporary. Number two is, you know, you should be doing it responsibly. Well, and that's really not even the point because you know what? The price that they pay for one of them quick trip package sandwiches and one of them sodas or candy bars and stuff that they're buying in quick trip station stores, they can go to Dillon's and buy them a ribeye steak and a, and a one potato and have a, a steak potato dinner and still have money left. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing. Um, that's, enough, that's a very good point, too. Those quick trip sandwiches, you know, I'm I mean, I'm not begrudging Quick Trip. Well, you know, that's not, what, what better thing is. I'm always using Quick Trip. How can I say it? Gas stations, you know, because I actually like Quick Trip, you know. Convenience but, stores. Convenience stores. Okay, it's to your convenience. But later, <laughs> that's go what like they this, are. You know, so I noticed uh, my son the other day. You know, we we didn't really get dinner before we worked <laughs> out and was on the way home, and he got a, a chicken sandwich, which. Looked okay or whatever, and yeah, I'm not begrudging really that, but that, that sandwich was $4 and something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you could have went, you know. A steak you can get, a, a one single steak you can get for 3 $4 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, everywhere I, I can, okay, I'll bring Well, it not down. a ribeye. I know I just looked at them no, the other day. They're, 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 they're like, a, or, yeah. you could get a sirloin or, or maybe a, a chuck steak. Uh, now, ribeyes, you'll be lucky if you find them nine ninety nine a pound because most places are fifteen ninety nine a pound, and most steaks are like they used to be one pound steaks, but now they've cut them. They're like sixty, you know, half pounds. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a half pound or whatever. But but the point is, is that um, it's really those sandwiches are really expensive, and I get it, especially when you're far away from home or something, and you got to get one. But what I'm talking, we're talking about throwing it back to the subject is that. You know, people on food stamps just using them, you know, and just as snacks and everything. They're not cooking at home, you know. Right. And well, they should be cooking at home when they got the money to buy groceries that, for their home. Right. Well, <laughs> they're fixing to be dialed back to that. They'll have to be more responsible. Anyway, so emergency food benefits are going to be a way. They said the, the benefits will shrink by March in 30 states um, wow. that rely on them. And these are some states that have already started uh doing those, but um, Kansas isn't there. But we'll see. You know, they're they're doing it. So that was one of the minor things that I pulled up. Okay, guess get her, get ready. Okay, here we go. Who? Director General Dr. Theodore, Theodore Third, Tedros. 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 Tedros says, uh, we must prepare for potential H5N1 human bird flu pandemic. Wow, oh. here comes the yeah, and you know we've been—they've been warning us about bird flu for ever since Clinton, Bill Clinton was in office, 
I have never seen a, a pandemic of it yet, but they, look, they're giving up the power. They know that, that COVID has waned out. Uh, it really has, and the truth about COVID is, is coming out. Really, really is, especially in Congress and such. But um, the point of the matter is, is that they got to have something else because they want to keep us under the emergency thing so they can have all these emergency things that they've had, whether it's lockdown, it's about control. Right, and, and, so and they're, they're losing like, control. That's their, yeah. yeah they've so got to come up with something quick. Right, and so this could very well be. This is part of the reason that you have um, high-priced chicken eggs and high-priced chicken is because they've been claiming that there's, they tell, and we've said it on the program, a lot of said, well, they tell farmers, well, there's this pandemic in your area, and so you've got to kill all your chickens and stuff off, and so they do it. And so that's coming. That was out today. And uh, so here we go. That's what it says. Okay, before we go on to that, I want to point out something that uh, the producer just said. Yeah, and the kind of cutback that they're doing with the food stamps, it is going to put many grocery stores and business out of business because food stamps do keep those grocery stores and Walmart alive. Because uh, you go in there the first of the month when everybody gets their food stamps and they're sold out, all, almost all the shelves are, you know, a lot of stuff is gone. And I already figured it out. Don't go shopping the first week of the month because that's when everybody gets their food stamps. Well, a lot of people get them within the first week. Yeah, yeah. and so he is correct. It is going to do. It is going to be doing damage to the, the grocery store. The more you get, the quicker they give them to you. The less you get. You know, no, I think they go by a day. I well, think they, they go by the go letter by of your last name. You know. Yeah, they're in a system where everything's uh, A through B, just like when you buy tags, it's set up the same way. You have a certain day that you get them every month. Well, they used to base it off, they did used to base it off how much you got. Um, the, That's how much food stamps you get. Yeah, you on get how much food time. stamps you get. Point is, is, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's a big thought. That's going to hurt, um, but if, if people like Walmart will stay in business. It's the smaller stores that won't. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, man, I know out here in the country, I sure do like, um, the small stores, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though they're a little more expensive or whatever, you know. Well, no, Dale's is real. I've been comparing it. He's really a lot cheaper on, I don't Walmart on a lot of stuff. Well, so. let, let's plug Dale's. What's, what's Dale's? Where's that it's at? It's a small town grocery store, the hometown grocery store, and I bet you it's been there over 50 years because I've known it. Uh, my mom used to go there when we was little, so it's in Hillsboro, Kansas. Just a small town grocery store, and the guy that owns it, I believe his name is Dale. Is why it's called Dale. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, what's the big the big takeaway that I like about the place is meat, meat, meat. They got the best meat there is. Yeah, it it is so dramatically different. I know I can tell the difference between you use Dale's meat for tacos or. You know, yeah, their hamburger is way, way, way better than any I found. Yeah, and and it what it has is it has its own butcher. You know, they yeah, they, they have, have a butcher kind of like in the olden days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so it's, you're watching it. You know, they they package it. You know, and it's fresh and everything, and it's just really good. And uh, so yeah, so you know, even if it was more expensive or whatever, the thing is, is you know, you should support local. But yeah, that's going to hurt. Um, <laughs> What's he, Frank saying now? Okay, kill the economy, kill the food supply, kill the lights, 
population control equals extermination. Yeah, yeah that that's all the part of their plan, them. exactly. Yeah. And this bird flu thing is to try and make the chickens extinct because if they get rid of the birds, they don't have the eggs, and then they don't have all the food that comes with birds and the chickens and eggs. So, yeah, it's in their plan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so that makes it, you know, hard for us. That's what I try to get across to people because, you know, I say it on odd radio, and every time I write it, I say we take care of the homeless and poor. You know, it always comes back to the taking care of the homeless. But, you know, we we take care of, of people that, um, you know, they can't afford to buy food and pay their rent. I mean, they came straight out and, and tell me so. You know, I have... Really nice dressed um, grandpa and grandpa type, you know, show up in a fairly nice, you know, car or whatever, or, you know, not something that's all dinner and banged up. They can't help it. They can't pay their bills and, and, buy, and, groceries. and buy groceries, you know, and so, and they, they're apologetic about coming uh, for it. So, you know, if folks, you should get involved and in, if you can afford it somehow, I'm not saying for us, start in your own area. You know, find some people that are feeding in your own area or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we could use your support for the Wichita Mission Church. Prices are going to keep going up, and more people just keep on coming. Um, they're down a little bit now. The numbers are because of winter. But when this cold breaks off, um, you know, we've seen that the other day. It bounced right back up to, what, 117? Uh, yeah, I think uh, this is Thursday. Tuesday we only did 71, but it was... It was uh, around the... I don't even know why. That's weird because it was the 7th and it wasn't really all that cold. So I don't know what happened with Well, but the, but the uh, two days prior to that, we did 100 and what? 117. And, and that was past the first of the month, but two also. Yeah. And so we did 117. I don't know. Sometimes something goes on in Wichita where somebody feeds or something weird happens and uh, it, the number just dropped. So now we're talking about just dropping down to 71. That's a lot of people still. 71, it doesn't seem I remember like the first of the month, the first week of the month used to be like 14. Yeah. At the most, 25. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that hasn't been that long ago, and now we're up into the hundreds. Yeah, that's a dramatic, dramatic change. Yeah. And but I was going to say, when we were talking about getting rid of the chickens and the eggs and all the food, that's what they want and killing the food supply, because guess what? Get ready for it. If you haven't heard it already, they want you to eat bugs. Yeah, absolutely. And let me say this about the eggs. One of the biggest reasons that they're getting rid of the egg supply um, is the fact that eggs um, in the egg yolk. What? Protein. No. Oh, okay. Sometimes sorry. women just need to listen. <laughs> um, no, because uh, egg yolks, things in egg yolks can cure COVID. Oh, wow, cool. That, you know, that, so if you're eating a diet of eggs every day, you have something already in your system that will battle COVID. And the World Economic Forum heard about it, and they said, we're going to figure out a way to get rid of eggs. That stands the reason. Anything they figure out is good for you, they want Well, they, yeah. they straight out said it. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Tell them where they can find us. Oh, at. wow. You can find all of our contact information, all the radio program archives, mission updates, and all of everything is over there at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes.
go away. Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Arch Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell the Pastor Dan sent you. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book will help you to find the truth. If you really look for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It'll settle in your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trib. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink-wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friends. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it. And it's going to help them to really find the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib 1 at prophecyclub.com. Linda Catlin. And you're listening to Science Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. I don't know if they heard me or not because mine is still muted. Okay. Now are you hearing me? Test, test. Yeah, well, it wasn't that I wasn't talking into the mic for you folks out there, but uh, I had ourselves muted during break, and when I came back from break, I only unmuted my wife. So apparently her microphone picked up a little bit of what I said, but sorry about that, folks. Anyway, anyway, moving right along, lots of things to talk about. I think that's saying she must be heard. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that. Okay, um, go ahead. <laughs> See, Linda was perfect. See, there, even got it back from the producer. <laughs> you think his opinion counts? Let me do something about him over here. Okay, the woke Church of England to consider gender neutral God. Really? Yeah, okay. Um, let's go like this. The things a couple of people don't know. The church in England 
whoever's like the king of England or whatever is technically the head of the church in England, you know, because they have a, a state church. And that is exactly why when they when our forefathers said that there should be a separation from of church and state, that's what they were talking about. The church shouldn't be run by the government. Right. But it doesn't mean that the the, the church shouldn't be run or whatever, you know. Right. Uh, but here's the point, though. Anyway, they're they're talking about switching to uh, gender, you know, gender gender neutral. You know, uh, let's go like this. Um, right here. Okay. For decades, the gender of God has prompted debate within the church, with many calling for male pronouns, he and him, as well as reference to our God, to be scraped in favor of either gender neutral or female alternative. Stop. That's wow. not the, to, reference to our to what our Father. You said God. Oh, it says God. What well, says? Our Father, not God. Here's the point. There's there's things in that you have to be specific with words. There's things in the Bible that as you should have said, "Calling Father." You should have called him Father. That means that's a male reference. You can't take that out. Otherwise, you change the meaning of the scriptures. Now, what would uh, mark a departure? From centuries of tradition, bishops are a launch to pro uh, project are to launch a project uh, on gender language and re referring God in church services later this year. Details of the plans emerged in a written question to the liturgical commission, uh, which prepares and promotes forms of service and religion and worship in the church. Uh, Gen uh, General Snild, the church's a lawmaking body, which is set, uh, setting up this week. Okay, um, and that's synod, but you know it doesn't matter. Potato, okay. potato. Um, the point um, is, is that what? You, you no, I just you went too fast. It said something about the Bible using feminine something. Okay, well, don't worry yeah. about all that. That, that. that we're not. We're done with that. Anyway, here's the point. Um, Yes, there's places in it that, that most generally everything referred to of the Father, of God, of Yeshua is male. You know, um, here's the point. You can't change that. You change, you, you, you change the Bible. But Catholics already believe that. See, that's still Catholic. You know, the Church of England is still a Catholic church. They believe that they have the power and authority to change Scripture, and they do not. And so, you know, the point uh, being is that, that, again, that's where we're at. When major things like that, you're just weakening your faith. And let's go with this. Um, that's why people say, well, you know, I, I, somebody the other day was talking about how they like the NIV Bible. Well, if, even if you don't like, if you can get along with some of the things they've taken out of it, how can you trust people that make a gender-neutral Bible? Right. You know, and they all, you know, so it's just totally ludicrous. And they also print a Bible um, that, uh, you know, replaces all the men things with female things. You can't do that. The Word was written. It, it was given to Moses, you know. It was given to us. It's doesn't it say the by last Yahweh. scripture of the Bible? Doesn't it say you can't take away or add to the words in this book? Doesn't it say something well, like that's, that? Well, that's it says that in the Book of Revelation. 
you know, it says, uh, but it's, and it's talking about Revelation, but let's go with this. You know, in, uh, uh, at Pentecost, you know, when the people, Yahweh told the people they could come up on the mountain, but told Moses to hold them back to a point. And then after, and then they heard Yahweh speak. They did hear him speak, but then after they heard him speak, they said, no more. No, you talk to him. We're scared. Yeah, it scared, it scared the devil out of them. Yuck, yuck. Um, but what did they hear? They heard the Ten Commandments. That's what they heard. Once they heard that, that was enough, you know. And now there's some debate on whether that they just heard the first two commandments or they heard all the Ten Commandments. I tend to go with with the people that write and say, yeah, it looks like that they heard the whole of the Ten Commandments, and, which is called the Decalogue. Okay, oh, <clears throat> but here's the point. Um, you know, they heard that, you know. Um, we can't change those things. All of the Bible would, you know, they would have heard the whole thing. The whole Torah would have been given to them by Yahweh had they not said, don't do it. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that the word came directly from Yahweh, and you can't change it, you know. Now, in a sense, some people, there is an argument. Some people say, well, you know, we really don't know if he's man or woman or, you know, what he's like or whatever, you know, because we've never seen God. We don't know what he looks like. Let's go with this. The word calls him the Father, That's and there's lots of places that says he, him, you know, so on and so forth. But he created man first, right? And he right. created man in his own image. So how could he be a woman? Yeah, that was something he made later. So you right. know, there, there's the point. Um, I don't limit to God, Yahweh, to being man or woman. However, it works out. But you know, I'm going to go with the traditional view and what the Torah says. He's you know, male. My point is, is you're, we're back to that living in the church being at the root, you know, of the problem. When the church weakens, and so why are they going along and doing that? The reason that they're going along with doing that is because they want to fit in with the people, you know, because that's what's going on in society, you know, changing right. all Everybody the Everybody wants to fit in. Right, so they won't lose people. Well, they're doing it, so it must be okay. i got to do it, too, because they're doing it. Well, you know... Right, in a sense, rightfully so. People used to think that they could go to church, and if something bad was going on in society, that the pastor would point it out and say, "Hey, this is yeah. going on and it's wrong." Do but they don't do that no more. No. They they don't do that for the most part. Okay, read this line. Workers fired for refusing the COVID shot, and also reported to the FBI. This is a crazy thing. Okay, just read this first part. Okay. Many employees fired for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine for religious reasons will not be able to get rehired due to being assigned a problem code by the New York City Department of Education, a code that is also sent to the FBI according to oral arguments made Wednesday by Alliance Defending Freedom in the case of New Yorkers for Religious Liberties and Versus the city of New York. Okay. What this is saying is they're, they're, they're doing, you know, they are coding. In fact, if you go to your doctor, you know, you get a code now that, that says that, that, uh, you refuse, if you refuse the vaccine or not. And that is also fed 
two federal agencies, and now they all have that. They are marking people that do not have a vaccination. They are marking you and, and singling you out. Uh, what this said, that there, there's a lawsuit going on because a, a teacher couldn't get rehired by that they wouldn't hire rehire her back because she had refused the vaccine like a lot of workers but the point was that she went someplace else to get a job and she couldn't get hired because she had this bad code with the FBI when the people did a job search on them you know or whatever right. background search it came up that it had a pro, what they called a problem code without really defining what the problem was but so it stopped the person from being able to get hired in another job and, and so, you know, that's, that's what they do in China. In China, um, you have, uh, you have, they have a point system. Everybody has a point system. In it. And if you don't, if you mess up in different ways, then it takes away your points and you lose different rights and everything. And that's what, uh, you know, they want to implement here and they want to implement it worldwide. They're using this, uh, they're using COVID as an excuse to do it. There you hear. First politicians are pleased to add unvaccinated people to terrorist watch list. That's fact, you know. So not only in America, it's going on worldwide. And this is supposed to be the free world, see. And so, but they're losing that power because COVID is, you know, becoming a non-thing. And it's also being exposed. Uh, you know, point being is, is that, um, they're going to have to come up with another emergency, you know what I mean, in order to keep these things in place. Um, <clears throat> now, let's go like this. Jim Jordan says dozens of FBI whistleblowers have come forward over weaponization against co uh, conservatives. Right. Um, there's a lot of FBI, I mean, a lot of them. He says they, they, they're just coming and coming. A lot of FBI agents are coming forward and saying, you know, um, this isn't the way the FBI is supposed to be run. You know, it's politicized, you know, and, and so you have some good people in the FBI, you know, old school people, um, but now the FBI has been turned into something else and they're screaming about it, you know, and, and they're, you know, using the FBI. Just when we started this, we were talking about um, the code that you got in New York. Well, this is part of it, you know, and they're coming forth. So here's the true thing of it, um, you know, that's an abuse of power, uh, you know, against American citizens. What we're also finding out, um, it's really funny to see some of these Twitter people, you know, some of the Twitter people that that uh, uh, censored uh, Americans and doctors and college people about COVID vaccines, you know, and about what kinds of treatments and everything legitimate doctors well, they're being put run through the ringer all about not only um, the weaponization, you know, against conservatives, but against doctors for talking about COVID. Right. And, in fact, they they told them, they said, when they sat down, they said, this is the part where we investigate. So you guys be prepared because there's going to be some people arrested for hiding the Hunter laptop story on Twitter because uh, you hit that. That interfered with the election, and so, you know, there's going to be some arrests made. And so, anyway, the Twitter people that are over there being interviewed are being really shook up because they're they're being run through the ringer. They're answering for something they didn't think they'd ever have to answer for and for censoring, censoring American people. But 
um, they really got on them really bad, especially about um, this one congresswoman. She said, I, I had bad reaction from the shot, and I'm going to have some bad things happen to me the rest of my life because of this shot. And you people censored, who do you think you are? You censored um, college professors and doctors that were trained, and you you know better than the doctor. Well, you know, it was the federal government telling them to do that. You know, so all that stuff is coming out. That's what I'm talking about. It's just like Thailand. You know, I brought it up the other day. Thailand um, is, it took the queen or the princess to get, she's in a coma from taking the, the shot. Oh, and no. so Thailand is calling for the arrest of all these people that put the yeah. shot forward and said all their contracts are null and void with it. But the point I'm getting at is that it's coming out. Well, I need know. to pray for them to have success in their endeavor because I don't see anybody here trying to get them. They all need to go to jail. Well, right, but it, 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 while it, that's blatantly, you know, I don't see people here getting arrested. You have to have a complete change in the Department of Defense. or not. Yeah, well, that's part of it because that's yes, another Yeah, story. behind it. But they are the ones because actually the Department of Defense is the one that actually ran the COVID program. The COVID vaccine program actually ran it. I'm not going to go into that. But my point is, is that you, this Department of Justice, you, in other words, you'd have to have a legitimate president and you'd have to have changes in the Department of Justice to get rid of these people that are all, um, you know, the other may happen. But otherwise, worldwide, though, they really are exposing it. Um, and I guess I better get to this. <clears throat> well, just read this and then we'll go. CDC data confirms COVID vaccination knocked up to 24 years off a man's life by the exposed on February 8, 2023. Okay. Um, that's saying long range, you know, it, it kills you. There, you know, the, the study comes out, it is killing you. But what we really need to look at today, um, and I don't even have, yeah, I do have it up here, is that we are being pushed to this. Countdown to Z-Day. Russia's massing 18,000 or 1,800 tanks, 700 aircraft, and 500,000 men for the new Ukraine uh, assault in 10 days after Zelensky begs UK for jets. Henry Holloway, the U.S. The US son, Russia has hundreds of thousands of soldiers, thousands of tanks, and hundreds of warplanes preparing for a new assault Ukraine has warned. Baltimore Putin is believed to be preparing for a massive new offense in the coming weeks uh, to co coincide with the first anniversary of the war in February 24. Okay. Um, Russia, you know, we know it's getting ready to this, but the big exposure, something I really didn't know, um, First off, when this started, uh, there's some Russian territory down they call the Donna Pass region or whatever, but that was started to be bombed by Ukraine, and Ukraine actually started the war. Here's where it all boils down to. Ukraine started the war. They started doing the shooting first and everything, and so before Russia ever did anything, they... Uh, uh, you know, invoked uh, United Nations Article uh, 51, which provides legal justification for military intervention. Um, and so they did it in their own defense, in defense of the people there, and it was totally legitimate 
for their special operation that they started against Ukraine because they weren't going in for a regime change. They're not trying to take over the country. They were going in to defend the people, Russian-speaking people in that part of the country that was under Russian control. So they were just defending themselves. They brought it before the United Nations and, in, and invoked uh, this 51, this Article 51, they were totally legitimate in doing what they were. And if you look at it legally, they um, are the ones that are legitimately in this war. See, they did it in their own self-defense and the defense of Russian people, and they even brought it to the United Nations. Yeah, and I think it goes on to say the Ukrainian army's already killed 14,000 Russians since the U.S. backed up a uh, coup eight years ago. Yeah, um and there's a lot in that. We just don't have time to do the whole thing. Um, but the point is, is that um, it really, really, truly speaking, you know, um, it's it's topsy turvy. The biggest thing that I want to say about it is, it's like the the warplanes. Zelensky went and asked for warplanes. Russia says if you send new warplanes, he warned the United Kingdom if you send planes. You know, it's going to change everything, uh, meaning that they're pushing towards it. They started it. I mean, the Western world started this. We're headed to a nuclear war. I mean, it isn't a joke. It is not some conspiracy theory. Everything Russia says don't do, don't go any further. They keep going further with straight-out warnings. We're, it's going to come down to using nuclear weapons is what it's going to come down to do. And so I know I want you people to get your hearts prepared because we're into a crazy... The only, the only thing that will stop this is if Yahweh intercedes. And that's absolute, you know. That's absolute. Because these people are just pressing for, um, you know, an all-out nuclear war. And so, yeah, it's, it, it's just crazy where they're at. It's just completely nuts. Um, anyway, so yeah, I want to I want to talk about the mission church here and just in general. Um, so what are we what's our what's our need? It's still wintertime, it's still cold. Don't we still need some winter stuff? Yeah, everything we've gotten in it goes the same day we get it. Yeah, we need blankets and they're still asking for sleeping bags and you still have a few tents, right? You have them asking for tents still or well, I'm I, don't still, go outside. I, I will I take all the tents that I can get um, because it's like this. You know why? I still have some of the tents that I bought. Um, two of the girl, I bought some specifically for women, and you know, not uh, two of the women haven't showed back up to get them, and uh, you know, which is heartbreaking. But I, I pray they don't come back and need them at all. But here's my point. There's men out there that need them too. You know what I right. mean? And it's a constant need. Yeah, because uh, next month the shelters will close. March 31st, the shelters close. There won't be any more overflow shelter. Everybody will be outside every night. Yeah, there's the point, and it's still going to be cold until April. Yeah, it gets, it's yeah, it's been get yeah. Eight, my my summer days, first day is May Day, May one. <laughs> yeah, well, May one is May Day, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it used to be. Uh, it weather changes all the time. But here's the point: we still need your support for winter things. You know, I still need cold medications. People still need things for cold, you know. Um, and I also really need now, as uh, it gets warmer, 
They don't need things for infections. A lot of spider bites right now, I'm out of hydrogen peroxide, because that's what you, how you treat a spider bite. I need some small bottles of hydrogen peroxide. I'm about out of Bibles. I need large print King James Version Bibles. You know, we go through a ridiculous amount of Bibles. And, you know, it makes you wonder um, as to how many, but, I mean, you know, I go through it. Uh, well, those run about, what, $100 for a case and, what, 20 24 in a case? I don't, I don't know. I ain't never bought them, so... There, it depends on what you get. The bigger the print, the more they cost. You get a, uh, about um, you get twenty four of the, the nice large print ones for about a hundred and thirty. Yeah, that's what, oh yeah, I did look it up. It's one hundred twenty nine plus postage. Yeah, and and so you know, uh, um, and those so are we those go to, nice leather cover ones that I found showed you. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them, but I haven't had an opportunity to buy them. Now, they remember them little black ones, those black ones that I bought? They that were small print, yeah, but they cover. had the words of Christ in red, yeah. and they were leather flex covers, you know, and everything. Oh, that was leather? I thought it was Well, leather. they're imitation leather. They yeah. call them leather flex. Okay. Um, yeah, those were pretty nice. They were just micro print. Well, they were small print, but they went almost immediately. Yeah, they did. That those both, And even the paperback ones were the same, and they all went, both cases. Yeah, well, I've got just a few of those paperbacks. Left and you know not me, so I'm going to be out of large print King James version Bible. So we need more Bibles, but you know all the rest of the winter things we need too, and we need food. All these people um, coming, and there's going to be more when the food stamps decrease. People are going to be coming, you know, more, and it's going to be warm. And so I'm trying to get prepared for the warm. So you know, pray about supporting what we're doing. I always encourage you to first that you should do it in your area or with your church if your church is doing it. But um, pray about supporting what we do. You know, we could really use the help. And um, over because of COVID and different things, I've lost some longtime supporters, and uh, and so it has hurt. Um, you know, just the the cash that I used for gas. I mean, you know, we, that's uh, not cheap. That's uh, we can't, we have to have two vehicles. So every time we go, it's a hundred dollars. Uh, my van takes about forty to fifty dollars every once a week. I I can do it on Tuesday or Friday. I'm not sure what your truck is. Okay, I know well, it takes a lot more than my van. Well, it, it's a truck, you know. Let's go with that truck. We pick up food to give to the people right. every Tuesday, every Friday. So I drive a big, you know, a truck, and it has to be dependable. Um, it takes me anywhere from, uh, at the minimum, $35, more from about 35 to $45 for gas. For so truck. we're both about 100 a week. Well, no, I use that twice a week. Oh, so you're a hundred. I'm a hundred a week. Basically, for my general expenses, I spend a, every time I go to Wichita, I spend a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's me. A hundred dollars a day. Hundred yeah. on Tuesday, hundred on Friday, because I get the water and all that stuff. Yeah, there. there's other odds. And then my gas that. and my my dinner. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars every Tuesday and a hundred dollars every Friday. So we need two hundred a week just to go. Per person. Per per. No, I get a hundred. You get a hundred. I use a. I a hundred a day. So that's how four hundred a week. Yeah. Four hundred. Four hundred a week. I'm just looking for me. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's four hundred. Two hundred for you. Two hundred for me. It's a hundred a day, and we go twice a week. Yeah. Right. Right. And because we live sixty miles, and um, you know, from the mission church. So yeah, it is. It's. And that's not even counting none of the dinner stuff that I need extra or any of that. But um, lately, I've had everything stocked at the church that I don't haven't had to run to the grocery store. Praise the Lord, that was so hectic. 
Yeah. That was hectic. With all the other errands and everything and still have to run and get stuff to feed, that was hectic. I praise the Lord that he supplied me with the stuff that I have, everything to use now. Yeah. And lucky got you used to the $100 bill thing. That's what they <laughs> used to for a $100 bill. I, yeah. I don't know. Like your, your Harley got you used to yeah. It doesn't make it. Yeah. Okay, but H-G, my Harley. Harley Davidson, $100. $100. H-G, Harley Davidson, $100. That's what Okay, <laughs> but my Harley, is, my Harley is cheaper than my truck. Yeah, it takes yeah. like $10. <laughs> but, and I, and I don't drive it to the Wichita Mission Church because I can't carry anything. Yeah, how are you going to put it on your back? <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. Um, you can donate online by cash app, over the phone, by mailing a check or money order. You can find all that information at propcr.com. If you don't wish to help with for please consider a donation for radio airtime. It, it keeps us on the air. Remember, there is only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave His life for repentant sins, and He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through Him, and only through Him, is the way of the Father. And remember, always be a blessing to others. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for Messiah's return. Yeah, amen. And just passing the time of day with somebody and being kind to them. Um, you know, is blessing them. Sometimes so, all it takes is a smile. Yeah, absolutely. Lord our God, Father, King Universe, asking Yeshua HaMashiach's name, that Father, you would bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, and you would be gracious to them, and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. And so an hour from now, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. Shalom. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.